so just bear with me. Hey guys, how's it going? Thank you so much for being here at the Pink Cloud Nine podcast and YouTube show. I am so excited to have the amazing authors, Crystal and Andy Underwood. Hi guys, how are you doing today? Good, I'm good, I'm good. The weather's good, you know, it's almost that time, it's like the holiday season, you know, so uh, it's a really good time to talk about these books. Tell us about The Secret of Eight. I want to hear all about it. kind of came around um, by accident. Okay. Uh, we both joined an online writing group and forum where you could submit some of your short stories and read and critique and just support your um, fellow writers. Okay. And one of our assignments was to send an email to one of the other writers and every day you would get the email and you would continue the story from where they left off. Wow. So that's kind of how it started. Okay. We did that for two years, and that kind of became our first book. So the, um, the whole first book was basically done over email. Wow. And uh, it, it, yeah, it developed into a, uh, a two-perspective view story. So I write uh, from the character of Ben, mm-hmm. and uh, Crystal writes from the viewpoint of uh, Sarah, and so each chapter is two perspectives of the same story. I love it. That is so cool. I love it uh, that, you know, through email like that, you know. And this was, what year was this in? That it started in 2007. Okay. I love it. Okay. Wow. Um, and so you guys are uh, a couple. You're married. Have y'all... Is that how y'all met, or did y'all met previous, or? No, that's actually how we met. Oh, okay. Um, We were just kind of like pen pals for a while, um, and then we eventually met, um, and then years down the road, we ended up dating and eventually married. We'll be married Mm -hmm. five years in June. That's amazing. Congratulations, and thank you so much for the work that you're doing. So, um... Tell us what are three things that you really just want to know readers and listeners about what you guys stand for. Okay. Uh, most of what uh, we try to uh, portray in, in the books is about that it's okay to be different, uh, that it's okay to not be normal or try uh, you know, we find that a lot of people try to be normal, but we, we want kids and adults, even adults, to know that it's okay to be different. Uh, we both came from a background of, uh, of being bullied okay. uh, in, when we were kids and, and even as adults. And uh, we also saw that, uh, that same thing with, uh, with our own kids in school. And uh, so we've, we've geared our books and the message behind the books around uh, that it's okay it's it's okay to be different and uh, what was the other thing that we had that, that uh, acceptance uh, it's, it's not about tolerance it's about acceptance okay. of your differences exactly um, and our word would be really boring if everybody was the same mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um, we're hoping to reach you know the teen tween 
mm -hmm. kind of genre as far as age goes, but we've found a lot of the parents really love the stories. Um, okay. Mostly, I think, a lot because they were set in the 1980s when we grew up, grew up as kids, so. Cool. I love it. I love it that it's, like, um, family oriented as well you know it's for the kids but the parents enjoy it as well they can read it together you know i think that's really neat um so pink cloud nine is a recovery term a recovery for uh, mental health and addiction it's like uh, pink cloud nine is like being high without getting high you know type of so i've been in recovery for mental health and uh, addiction for uh, four years and I'm bipolar, I have borderline personality disorder, ADHD, anxiety, um, PTSD, I mean, you name it, I have it, you know, um, well, you know, for the most part, and um, I agree with y'all, and I'm on the same page, it's okay to be different, love yourself, flaws and all, you know, and at the end of the show, I say, you know, be nice to other people, but also be nice to yourself. No bullying, no cyberbullying, you know, stuff like that. So I really um, took y'all, um, your message to heart, and I appreciate what you guys are doing very much so. So uh, um, without spoiling, uh, tell us about The Wondering well, The Wandering is a continued story with the same characters. Oh, okay. Um, the, the same characters end up getting shipped off to summer camp because Ooh. of the trouble they got into with the first. Um, cool. And while they're there, they uncover another mystery and they start to learn more about themselves um, and their secret powers that nobody seems to know about. Ooh, okay. And they also meet some characters that... Uh, kind of help them learn more about some disabilities, such as OCD. We have an OCD character in the second book. Okay. Um, but it, it focuses on the struggles of bullying, not just by other kids, but by parents. Sure. Because there are parents out there that don't understand uh, their child, and they struggle with that. Yeah. Um, uh, we were told by a couple of people that have read the second book that it was more emotional for them, which is... Okay definitely what we wanted to get through to them okay that's awesome awesome thank you so much and then freaks to the left <laughs> is that also a continuation yeah. yes it's, awesome. it's a continuation as well and uh we're uh, we're exploring mm -hmm. where these kids get their powers from ah, spoiling cool. anything Right, right, right. Uh, uh, well, it, you got to give us a couple... Mm -hmm. <laughs> it kind of takes it, it kind of takes it back uh, to where it all began. And okay. it's really going to be uh, interesting because, again, it plays on uh, characters with uh, emotional disabilities or uh, characters that have struggled to fit in. Um, we definitely, we have a, a Down Syndrome character in the okay. third book as well as cool. a gay character. Nice. Um, so each book tries to highlight someone that a child might relate to, even an adult might relate to um, yeah. the struggles that they go through growing up. Right, right. Cool. How long are the books? Uh, like The Secret of Eight is about how long and then just... It's, they're about uh, 
because uh, anything over 500 uh, intimidates me so uh, it, at 250 <laughs> that's perfect uh, you know because of the ADHD I'm like really um... I, Andy I, suffers from ADHD oh okay well, so you understand I've, I've had to learn a lot of little tips and yeah. tricks yeah. to survive in the world yeah. uh, especially with jobs and, and stuff like that I've had yeah. to set strict goals so yeah. that uh, I, I had a, a habit of I was really good at starting projects. Sure. But I was terrible at finishing. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a common <laughs> trait with uh, ADHD, and so, and we we try to put a lot of personal experiences that we've had, uh, not only as parents but feelings that were near and dear to our hearts as when we were kids. So it makes it makes all of the stories and the characters relatable. And yeah. more real. I've, I've heard from a lot of people that have read it said, you know, I can really, yeah. you know, understand where these people are, these, these characters are coming from, and I, I cry for them, and I, I celebrate when they celebrate, and mm. it, a lot of it is a reflection of what we dealt with growing up. Yeah, I love it. I would love to see these uh, books and characters come to life in a like a. A moving picture like a motion picture like a, a film or something like that or like a show episodic show or something that it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like something we that have, I would love to watch as well mm -hmm. someone told we actually went to a psychic once okay. at the beginning of uh, doing secret of eight and she told us all about the books and she had no idea who we were and when we left, she came running after us and said, oh, I forgot to tell you, don't sell the movie rights. She says, keep all the rights for you. And we thought that was kind of exciting because we mm -hmm. would love to see it in some kind of um, yeah. TV thing or, yeah. you know, even a, a movie. Exactly. But right now we're just focusing on getting them out and <clears throat> sure. having kids and adults read them yeah. and relate to them. What age would you say uh, is a good read for this? Like, uh, I don't know, uh, eight-year-old, 13-year-old and up, you know, what do you, would you Probably say? The ones that uh, have read and really gotten into mm -hmm. it so far have been in that 10, 12, 10, 12 on up range. It depends, because we had an advanced reader who was nine, okay. and she really loved it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it all depends. Sure. Uh, but, I mean... The first person that ever read our book was a 65-year-old man who was a retired professor, and he's Love the one it. that encouraged us to, you know, publish them. Yeah. So it, I don't think it matters as far as age. Um, sure. I think that would be up to the parent to decide, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then tell us where we can find your books. Uh, they're available. We have, you can order a copy okay. <laughs> uh, through either spidergangmysteries at gmail.com and that we can sign them you know <laughs> and send them directly to them or there's a, a company out there it's called the book patch yeah and they can also be ordered through 
that place, and then uh, uh, e-readers or Kindle at uh, Amazon.com. Perfect. Awesome. Cool. Uh, so, what do you guys read, and who inspires you, and what authors do you look up to or into? Um, I grew up reading mysteries through the Nancy Drew series. That was my first love as far as books go. Mm-hmm. Um, I've continued. Uh, I got into like Stephen King and Diana Gabaldon for um, historical romances. Um, I like anything with history, yeah. obviously, because I grew up within an antique business. My dad was an antique cool. dealer, and our shop was like right, right next to our house. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with all kinds of vintage and, and you know, old things. Um, and the mysteries is mainly my genre. Um, okay. We always fight over watching mysteries on TV because we try to see who can figure it out first. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm pretty much the one that, that does solve them before mm-hmm. the end of the movie. My daughter said, I can't stand to watch TV with you. You always ruin it for me. Figure <laughs> it out before the end. Right, right. Um, what do you like to read, hon? Uh, Stephen King, yeah. uh, Ray Bradbury, okay. uh, Dean Koontz. Um, really, anything. If I, find a, if I find a first book that I like and it's a, kind of an obscure author, I will go and devour everything that they've ever written. Yeah. Uh, it's just, cool. it's, it's an escape, Yeah. but it's also, uh, it, it keeps me sane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Know, we just love to read. Cool. Uh, I'm the same way about the shows. Um, I'm like, I bet that that's going to happen. And I know it's like, it's fun to try to kind of guess and then also, you know, be right. <laughs> And uh, many times I'm wrong, and I'm like, yes, they got me, you know. So that's that's yeah. cool. And then, um, I, yeah, I I love Stephen King as well. Um, I had a Stephen King moment. It was really bizarre. Um, I'll tell it really quick. I don't really talk about it, but since we're talking about Stephen King, right? Okay, so um, I don't even remember the name of the book. I think it's something um, uh, about um, a box. Maybe you can help me. A box, and I think the character's name was like it wasn't Colleen, but it was. You know what I'm talking about? Because if you don't know what I'm talking about, I can't tell you the story unless I find the book. (laughs) Um, I found it. I found it. Um, Gwendy's button box. Okay. I know. It, it, I don't think it's like super popular or whatever. I just found it like at half price books for three bucks. I was like, I'm taking it. So I started reading the book, and um, and uh, the character's name is Gwendy, and I'm and I'm sitting here going, I I was actually reading the book on Facebook Live, so it actually got caught on video, which is interesting in itself. But anyway, so I'm reading the book, and then I, and then I said I stopped for a second and I said out loud, I said, oh. What is up with this name, Gwendy? It's such a, you know, weird name. I mean, it sounds like Gwendolyn and Wendy put together. Where did this name come from? I don't really like it. And then, yeah, that's exactly what I said. And then I opened the, and I kept reading. And then all of a sudden, the the other character was like, where did your name come from? 
And she's like, Wendy and Gwendolyn, my parents, my mother, my father, whatever, whatever. And then he's like, well, it's not very appealing to me or something. And I was like, I freaked out, guys. That was like the coolest Stephen King moment of my life, you know. So I definitely love thrillers. So I'm really excited about you guys um, having these books out. And uh, thank you for letting me tell my story that I don't ever tell. But here we are. (laughs) So um, you told us where to get your books, which is great. Um, Before we leave, could you tell us um, um, what, what hobbies you guys do other than reading and writing? Because I think that's important as well as well-rounded humans, you know. Well, I like to do woodworking. Uh, okay, cool. Love making things with my hands. Yeah. Uh, wood carving. Uh, the shelves behind us, that was, this used to be just a bare room, and we completely redid this room, plus several others in the house, nice. so home renovation, okay. uh, upcycling. Oh, yeah. Okay. We like to take things that people threw out and make them into something new and better. Yeah. Um, cool. I like to bake. I like yeah. to bake uh, creative cakes, um, cupcakes, anything with uh, alcohol infused, something yeah. creative like that. Sure. Um, cool. And I like to eat them. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I try to limit the baking time around here. Uh, so I totally, I love baking, but like I try to limit it because I'm the one that ends up eating everything. So. No, I totally get it. Oh, man. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Um, Any last words that you'd like to... Thank you. Any last words that you'd like to share with the listeners and the viewers that you'd like to leave off with today? Yes, if you want a really good book that has a really (laughs) suspenseful and kind of scary storyline to it, Secret Debate, you'll love it. Yes, and if you love that book, you will love the second and eventually the third book, which will be done in uh, 2021. That one's going to be called uh, Freaks to the Left. I know. I'm so excited. I can't wait to get my hands on these. Um, they are available on paperback, right? Because you did show us the the, the paperback mm-hmm. version. Okay, good. So, you know, some books, they're only e-books, right? So I just want to make sure that you do have the paper paperback edition. Okay, yeah, cool. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for being here at the Pink Cloud Nine podcast and YouTube show. Uh, be sure to listen to all of the other shows that have been happening in the last couple of weeks. Be sure to listen in and watch and read these books. I mean, The Secret of Eight, The Wondering, Freaks to the Left by Crystal and Andrew. Underwood or Andy as well, right? We're good. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice Christmas. You too. Thank you so much. Happy holidays.